Here we are for UFC Fight Island 2, the third fight in eight days. Let's get to it. What's up, friend? It's your favorite betting bartender, Anzo. Today, we are talking about UFC Fight Island 2 from Abu Dhabi. We're going to jump right into three fights to look at, as well as where to get the information to pick your fighters and build your teams. Remember, as always, much appreciated if you like this video. Subscribe and hit the bell notification so you don't miss any new content that we put out for you, including PGA, NASCAR, and here, UFC. Let's not waste any time and let's get to the info. Okay, to kick everything off, we're going to head to the website here. Click on the upper left. All these links are in the description down below. Click on the UFC tab, and here you are. Uh, no contest for fight nights. This is a fight night this week. And here's the model uh, you can get right off the website to find all the information uh, that you need to build your winning lineups. Open it up, and boom, here you go. Of course, uh, we have some good fights uh, this week that we want to look at. Uh, and then some on the undercard that aren't great. A lot of unknown fighters, which usually happens in these type of fights uh, the big things to look at that we want for dk purposes of course is uh, column f here inside the distance right the lower number is uh, the greener it is the better chance we have of not going the distance to a decision and you want those fighters that actually end fights early uh, the other thing is the striking and grappling information is based off of UFC fights only. I feel like I say this all the time, but I just want to make sure that you understand it doesn't include fights outside the promotion. All right, let's kick things off with what should be a very uh, interesting fight and one that I think many people might not go to, but you're going to need on your roster because of just the sheer finishing percent chance in the fight and we usually have to go down early into the card to find out these fights and we kind of have to kick it off here with the first fight of the night uh, Spivak versus Philippe right um we have one fighter in Philippe that 7800 provides you some salary relief uh, and Spivak, which is not too pricey at 8400 which could get a uh, takedown submission type win. But we have issues with both fighters, and that's why their first fight of the night, you know, issues with both. Felipe hasn't fought in about three years. Uh, he is a striker, could gas out. But this is the projected fight to not go the distance, especially out of a three-round fight. So you're going to need exposure to these fighters to create a different style team, perhaps, and one that has the sheer upside of scoring a bunch of points and this happens a lot in cards like if you go all in on one of these fighters you could your night could be over or could be great after this fight it's very tough to do that but i'm saying you definitely want ownership to one of these fighters because of the sheer odds of finishing in the inside the distance now spivak on the other hand is more of a grappler and finds ways to get the takedowns and maybe out muscle his opponents this is a heavyweight fight again hence why the odds are so high that it finishes inside the distance do you want a crazy punching fighter like felipe and uh, go for that early ko who could gas out early or do you want to who can maybe 
get by that early onslaught and then get a submission in, say, late round one, round two to finish off this fight. Again, going to need some takedowns to get some points. Um, if it goes the distance, this very well could be a low-scoring fight and not pay off for either fighter. There is a chance that happens. But at Spivak, at those odds, minus 175 versus 155 for Felipe, I mean, it's worth a shot to go Felipe here. But this guy just hasn't fought in the UFC ever. And again, taking three years off due to USADA or whatever happened is a bit rough to want to grab ownership on. But you have to be kind of weird in your lineups to have a chance at beating the rest of the safer-looking type of belt so i don't mind a bit of ownership on felipe and just to be safe at a couple on spivak i lean more felipe just to get the early ko the chance to get the early ko but i'm no way going all in on him again this is a heavyweight fight anything could happen with the punching and it could make or break your night right away what that does by going to Felipe kind of takes you off what could be a chalkier underdog on the card. And that's uh, Luana Carolina versus uh, Lipsky, right? Lipsky coming in as the smoke show of this fight card. If you look at her profile pic in a few different spots, it's like she has makeup on and her gloves and everything. It's kind of weird. Uh, but either case... Uh, I think Carolina is going to come in as the very chalky dog here as far as being a safe type of play who puts out a ton of striking and uh, will just stay busy and is basically fighting a fighter that got walloped by McCann. We just saw McCann a few nights ago get walloped uh, to a newcomer. So maybe Luana can do the same thing this week at 7,900 and save you a little bit of room but again we know the chalky dog goes it's always scary to take definitely believe she will be the uh, highest owned for like underdogs uh, at that price range we won't dive into this fight but it is very interesting the second to last fight of the night gasman versus hermanson i think a good either way should be a great fight willing to uh, definitely watch it to see who moves forward heard a lot of people on hermanson heard a lot of people on gasman could go either way just interested on the fight. Just wanted to let you know. The third fight that we're really going to talk about is uh, the main event, though. The only five-round fight on the card. Benavidez versus Figueredo. Uh, these two fought not too long ago, and Figueredo missed weight, hence taking away the fight for a title chance, right? The belt was on the line. It had been deserted by Henry Cejudo. So these two were fighting to see who would get the belt. As soon as Figueredo misses weight, that takes a belt off the line. Maybe uh, Benavides was mad about this or whatnot. I'm sure he was. And Figueroa kind of looked a little bit, I don't know if he was cocky, but definitely confident he could he could win the fight. Figueroa is a counter striker. So when we look at his striking, it's going to show up low. And that could be a misleading stat you're going to look at if you don't know what kind of behind the scenes, how he fights. So he's a counter striker. Um, but he's very accurate. Benavidez, a little bit more wild, but can get some good punches there. But it, he didn't have the power to make Davison very scared of what was coming his way. And then especially in the second round, 
Davidson was just kind of waiting for him to strike and would out like punch him real quick and harder and knock him out. And that's basically what happened. Second round, he gets punched in the head, goes to ground and pound uh, for just like a couple quick shots and the fight's over and, and Figueroa gets his hand raised. I don't see any reason why it doesn't happen again this fight. This fight will not go to five rounds. Someone's going to get done. We can't discard the fact that they both have decent uh, ground games and go for subs, but Davison definitely is tricky when he's going for chokes, trying to switch over to an armbar, trying to tr- switch over to an uh, anaconda choke. Like He goes for switches and changes throughout once he's got position to, and uh, Benavides was very quick to get out of that. Or not quick, but uh, he was almost stuck in an armbar, after a choke, and it looked like he could have uh, given up, but it, the arm was bent the other way, so it still went with his elbow. I mean, this should be an intriguing matchup. I don't see it going any other way other than uh, some fluke type of uh, shot that can always happen in UFC. But uh, at 9,000, I think that provides some value for uh, Figueredo here. Another fight that should not go the distance at all. Again, the five-round fight. These guys are two active to make this go five rounds unless they just come out uh dancing with each other the first round which i don't see happening i think there's a lot of uh, love loss between these two so they're gonna be fighting it out uh should be very action oriented and when that happens knockouts we've seen uh kicks or punches just happen and end a fight or we could see a submission happen as well probably not the case but it could happen when you look at the Vegas odds versus Figueroa's price, it doesn't look great. Minus 210, lighter colored than the 9,000 price tag on DK. Also the highest price on FanDuel. Uh, so you're going to have to take your chances there. Again, it's the main event. You know that fight's going to be highly owned. I assume is going to come in pretty high owned as well. And again, we know where some of the chalkier dogs are going to be to save that salary cap in order to build like safer teams. But he's not the highest priced on DK and I think gives you the best chance at the highest scoring out point in that price range on DK. So that should help you out to get started with your DK teams. Remember, we always have our Discord chat. Links are down in the description. Join us there so we can talk the fights before the fights kick off as well as during the fights to make some adjustments to maybe some sports bets that we put out there as well. Any other info that you need, just head on to the website and grab it there. That stuff is all for free. Remember, the NASCAR video with Brandon Cruz will be out on Saturday for the Sunday's race. The heat map's already put out, so don't let be left behind in your NASCAR lineups. We appreciate the support. Thanks for watching the video as always. And best of luck, not only in your DFS weekend, but of course, everything else tonight. Keep dancing music. Cheers.